This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 142. Show success before asking for help and a warning to anyone receiving advice by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, Silver Sunday edition. I'm Justin Mollick the guy who has lots of random life parallels with Derek Sivers, who is the author of today's posts. And if you want to hear all about those random connections to Derek Sivers and why I started Sivers Sunday in the first place, check out episode 44, almost 100 episodes ago. It's a fun one. But I'm getting a little worried because while Derek has a lot of posts, many of them are way too short to read, like 200 words. Some of them are even 100 words, and that wouldn't work very well for the show. So I might have to do Sivers Sunday every other Sunday or once a month or something to let him post more, and so I have more to choose from. It will be a sad day to end Sivers Sunday, but the good news is that we have a lot more authors now on the show than before when I first started Sivers Sunday, so that'll open up more opportunities for them. But I don't know, we'll see. All right, this is getting to be a long intro, so I'll skip my self-promotional stuff, and instead, let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Show Success Before Asking for Help by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. From 1990 to 1992, I ran the New York archives at Warner Chapel Music Publishing. The music publishing business gives a cash advance to a songwriter in return for owning half the income generated from their songs. The publisher is betting that the songs will earn at least that much, whether recorded by a famous artist or the songwriter themselves. One day as I walked by someone's desk, I noticed she had accidentally left out the balance sheet showing every songwriter signed to the New York office, their cash advance, and how much they had earned. I quickly took it to the Xerox machine, made a copy, and put it back. That night, reading it on the subway home, I learned a great lesson by looking at a huge difference between two songwriters. There was one writer who was wonderful, a publisher's dream. Her songs were great and easy to pitch to famous artists. She turned in a new song every week, professional and well-recorded. She was signed to Warner Chapel because one of the managers there heard her and believed in her, even though she hadn't had any success yet. Her advance, $15,000. The other writer was horrible. His songs were really bad metal that makes Spinal Tap cringe, poorly recorded, terribly performed, sent late, and on reel-to-reel tape that nobody used anymore. I always had to dust off the reel-to-reel machine twice a year when his new demos would arrive. 
But in the 80s, he'd been in a band with a major rock star and had one sixteenth of a songwriting credit on one song that was on record that sold over 20 million copies. His advance? $500,000. The lesson I never forgot. You have to make your own success first before you ask the industry for help. You have to show that you're going to be successful with or without their help. Show that you have momentum, and if they want to accelerate it or amplify it, they can, but it will cost them to ride your coattails. If you don't do this, then even in the best case scenario where someone at your company really believes in you, you'll have no negotiating leverage and will get the worst deal possible. If you're just starting out, don't ask the industry for help yet. Make something happen by yourself first so you have a success story to tell and momentum to show. A Warning to Anyone Receiving Advice by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org Imagine you hand a man your camera and ask him to take a photo of you. He does, but when you look at the photo later, you notice he took a photo of himself by mistake. Imagine you've got a question. Should I quit my job and start my own company? You go ask the advice of some successful people you respect. Two say yes, two say no. Because they can't know everything about you and your unique situation, they'll give advice that's really just a reflection of their own current situation. I'm personally interested in understanding this subject of advice because strangers ask my advice every day. Big questions about what to do with their life or career. My only honest answer is, I don't know, but I try to say something useful. So this is just a warning about some ways that advice is biased. Lottery numbers. When successful people give advice, I usually hear it like this. Here are the lottery numbers I played. 14, 29, 71, 33, 8. They worked for me. Success is based on so many factors. Some are luck, some are not. It's hard to know which are which. So which do you learn from? Underdog opinion in their context. Someone giving advice doesn't want to say what seems said too much already. But he's basing that on his own surroundings, not yours. So if everyone around him is quitting their jobs, advice to you would be to keep your job. That advice has nothing to do with what's best for you, just what opinion seemed underrepresented in his environment that day. Creative Sparks You ask, what should I do, option A or B? He replies, zebra. He's treating it as brainstorming, giving a crazy suggestion just to open up more options. Like an Oscar Wilde quip, it was meant to be mostly entertaining, somewhat useful and probably not correct. So what to do? I could go on with more examples, but you get the point. The problem is taking any one person's advice too seriously. Ideally, asking advice should be like echolocation. Bounce ideas off of all of your surroundings and listen to all the echoes to get the whole picture. Ultimately, only you know what to do based on all the feedback you've received and all your personal nuances that no one else knows. P.S. Great books about making big decisions. How we decide. The Paradox of Choice, The Wisdom of Crowds, and Decisive. You just listened to the post titled Show Success Before Asking for Help and A Warning to Anyone Receiving Advice by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I linked the books that he mentioned in that last post over in the show notes at oldpodcast.com if you want to check that out. And while you're there, I'd greatly appreciate it if you support the show for free by joining my weekly newsletter. It's a great way to say that you like what you hear and keep me motivated to produce more of these episodes for you. It's definitely helping me doing this podcast, but it's difficult to know if it's helping you without getting any kind of feedback. So if you want to show that, I'd be really grateful if you swing by the site, oldpodcast.com, and simply join my mailing list. I promise I won't spam you. That's one more Silver Sunday down. Might be the last regular Silver Sunday episode. We'll have to see. But tomorrow I'm going to stick with Minimalist Monday, so make sure you check that out. And I will see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.